He said, Ryan Gomes is going to preach. And I looked around, and my wife and my pastor said, it's a good time to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and so that kind of gives you a little bit of confidence. And, and, uh, so I was glad he said, let's sing another one. Philippians chapter number 4. We'll look in verse number 4. The Bible says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray you'll help me now. Do that which is right in your sight. Lord, I ask you, dear God, that you'll guide and direct me. Lord, I pray, dear Father, that you give me liberty to preach and all of us liberty to listen to the Spirit of God. Lord, I pray be help and the blessing of somebody, not a hindrance. Lord, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 4, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And then in Psalms chapter number 34, David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. God help me for a little bit. I won't preach on this thought of ways I've seen people worship. Ways I've seen people worship. But before we do that, I want to give you some reasons to rejoice. He said, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. We ought to rejoice because the Bible demands it. Scriptures demand that we rejoice. He said, let everything that hath bread praise the Lord. I was reading after all the big green one time. He said that means, he said, bless God or drop dead. That's what he said that, that meant in the Hebrew. He said, uh, let everything, he said, uh, he said, uh, if they have bread, praise the Lord. Uh, we're supposed to rejoice because the scripture demands it. The spirit delights in it. He says he inhabits the praise of his people. Uh, Satan despises it when we rejoice in the Lord. And uh, the saints desire it when we rejoice in the Lord. There's something stirs in my heart when somebody will praise God and rejoice and worship for a little while. The Savior does. It's a good reason to do it. The Bible tells us in the book of Luke, he said, and the Lord rejoiced in the Spirit, said Jesus, rejoiced in the Spirit, said, I thank thee, Father, that you have hid these things from the wise and the prudent and revealed them unto babes. So there's some reasons we should rejoice. But I've been in this thing my life. My whole life, Mama sent me a picture a while back of my first day in church. And it's in the foyer of Battlefield Baptist Church. I was six months old. The first day I ever been in the house of God. And I remember all my life growing up, people shouting and worshiping and praising God. And I thank God for it. But there come a day and a time when I started noticing not everybody does that. And started noticing things are done different in different places I thought to myself, well, the Bible's our final authority. What does it have to say about some of these things that I've heard and some of these things that I've seen? What does the Bible have to say about these things? So I want to look for a little bit of some ways I've seen people worship God and ways I've seen people rejoice in the Lord as examined by the Word of God. First off, I want to look at the lifting up of hands. Just try to give you the burden on my heart. The lifting up of hands. I remember over in Tunnel Hill, Brother Cecil, he would say, if I heard him say it one time, I heard him say it a hundred times, he'd say, well, give a little wave offering to God. And he'd raise up his 
his hand, lift that left hand missing three fingers, and say, give a little wave offering to God. And everybody would wave, and I thought, well, that's good and that's fine. What does the Bible have to say about that? Bible tells us in Psalms chapter 134, verse number 2, He said, lift up your hands in the sanctuary. Bless the Lord. Psalms chapter number 30, 63, He said, thus will I bless thee. While I live, I will lift up my hands in thy name. I see lifting up a hand is scriptural. It's biblical. I'm thankful for seeing people lift their hands up and then knowing that it's in the Word of God. I've heard people shout all my life. Heard Miss Louise coming. She sat on the second pew and behind Brother uh, brother Cummins and she would have long hair that about dragged the ground almost. And uh, she's a short, heavy lady and she'd get to cackling a little bit. And then she would scream like a banshee and scare you to death. And she would scream out and you think somebody was killing somebody and she would begin to laugh and worship God. I've seen people shout all my life and I thought man, that's just the way it's done Brother Dean, that's what you do at church. Found out not everybody does that. And people started asking me, why is it that you shout? And they don't buy that well them old timers taught me to do that. You show them in the Word of God. Show them in the book. Bible tells us in Psalm chapter number 47, it said, Oh, clap your hands, all ye people, shout unto God with the voice of a triumph. He said in Psalm chapter number 5, verse number 11, He said, But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy, because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. Isaiah chapter number 12, verse number 6, He said, Cry out and shout thou inhabitants of Zion, for great and holy is the one of Israel. I'm thankful for His blessings on me, and I'm thankful for a Bible reason to shout and rejoice and praise God. We see lifting up a hands is biblical, shouting's biblical, crying's biblical. Isaiah chapter number 12, verse number 6, he said, cry out and shout. Oh, inhabitants of Israel, and crying's biblical, weeping before God, thanking Him for His goodness. I looked at dancing. I remember seeing Brother Dent dancing around the Holy Ghost. I remember watching Brother Cecil and watching Brother Langston dancing around in the Holy Ghost of God, watching people worship Him in freedom and in truth and in liberty. And I said, man, that's wonderful, but is there any Bible for that? And I found where David danced before the Lord with all his might. He even took off his kingly robe. He even humbled himself and threw his coat aside and had a holy dance like our brother did in the pulpit for a little while and worshipped him just because the presence of God was coming back. I'm thankful for his blessings on us. I'm thankful for the privilege to dance before the Lord. I've heard people laugh. I heard several laugh this week. I heard them. Heard them get excited and get joyful and begin to laugh. I thought, that's wonderful. Is that biblical? Bible tells us about how whenever Isaac was born, Sarah called his name Isaac and said, and Sarah said, God hath made me to laugh. And everybody laughed with me. He said, God, give me a blessing I never thought I'd have. And because of that, I'm going to laugh and I'm going to be joyful in God. One day as a seven-year-old boy, Battlefield Baptist Church, God, give me a blessing I never expected to get. He cut by my 
a song in my soul. We see here that laughing's biblical. The Bible tells us that leaping is biblical. Leaping's biblical. He said, and leap and stand. And he's leaving that lame man. He leaped up and he stood and walked and entered into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. I looked in the book of Luke, chapter number 10. The Bible tells us how Jesus, I talked about it a minute ago, and said, Jesus, he said, he rejoiced in the Spirit. I looked it up in my concordance, Brother Dean. That means to jump for joy. It means to jump for joy. He had just been expounding deep doctrine. Brother James, he'd been talking about deep things and everybody about to turn on them. And they said, we don't understand this. And while everybody else has got a stupid look on their face, Jesus Christ jumps for joy. And he says, God, Father, I'm thankful that you hid these things. They're too smart to get it. But you took some dummy fishermen, let them see the truth and let them get to hell. Laughing's biblical, leaping biblical, climbing's biblical. And I know he's been brought up a bunch this week, but I remember watching Brother Cecil walk them aisles in cowboy boots. He'd jump over the benches, and he'd hook him heels on top of them benches in a pair of cowboy boots, shaking his head the whole time, saying, I feel meaner than a junkyard dog. And he'd jump, and he'd weep, and he'd cry, and he'd leap and dance before God. I remember Brother Hatcher jump up on the pulpit. He'd preach, seeing Brother Darcy stand up on him and preach. I thought, man, that's great, but is it? in the book. I found out it's in the book of Ezekiel or Nehemiah. It said, Ezra, the scribe stood upon a pulpit of wood. Stood upon a pulpit of wood, which they had made for the purpose. They made that thing for standing on Brother Jamie. They made that thing so the man of God. I don't know why. I don't know why he had to do it. I don't know why I do some of the things I do, Brother Dean. But I remember that rooster back in the yard. He just seemed to crow a lot better when he'd get up on something. I don't know a whole lot about it. But I do know it's in the book. I do know it's biblical. It might be goofy. It might be strange. But as long as it's in the book, it'll be decent and in order before God. Is it biblical? Running is running biblical. Man, I, Brother David, I'd go to these places and I'd preach and they just seemed like it's so dead and so dry and I'd get done preaching and I'm not pregnant at all. But they say, man, that's what we grew up on. And I'm thinking, why are you in a deadhead place like this? I don't understand it. I don't understand it. But it makes you question is what we do biblical. I'm just trying to encourage you it is. Just want you to know it's biblical. Running. Running. Is it biblical? I find in Matthew chapter number 28, there's some women saw Jesus Christ. He saw him and saw his angel, heard his message, and it said in verse number 8, said, And they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy, and did run to bring the disciples' word. I read where Isaiah, where Ezekiel was over there praying for rain, and the Bible said that he saw a cloud come up the size of a man's hand. He told Ahab, Get out, saddle up your chariot hook. 
took the horses up, lest you get mocked down in the mud. There's an abundance of rain coming. And he said he got full of the Holy Ghost of God. He said God came upon Elijah and he did outrun Ahab. He outran a bunch of horses in a chariot because he's full of God. For he's full of God. Ways I've seen people worship, is it biblical? Lifting up their hands, shouting, crying, dancing, laughing, laughing, leaping, climbing, running. Everything we do, everything we've been doing this week is absolutely biblical. Absolutely right. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to preach. Lord, I pray the encouragement. Lord, I know we're criticized everywhere we go. God, I know that this worship that we practice, Lord, I know sometimes it seems like it's made fun of so much. But God, I'm thankful for the privilege. Lord, the health and the ability to be able to worship you in spirit and truth. You said, bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless His holy name. God, there's not been a whole lot of times I bless you with everything that's in me. But dear God, there's been a few times, Lord, when you move on the scene and you inhabit the praise of your people and we rejoice with all that's within us. Dear God, I pray you'll charge up these pastors going back to dead, dry churches. Lord, I pray you touch these missionaries going to foreign fields where they don't know nothing about it. Dear God, I pray you touch these evangelists while they're going in and out of dead churches. Lord, encourage them, strengthen them, fill them with the holy power of God, and use them for your will. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.